1: Shut up, shut up, shut stick up, shut up, stick stick to to Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Sasha. We're just a couple days late on this yes. episode. However, I think it actually might have worked out. Um, but as we have talked about on previous episodes, Sasha and I are just in the state of, we're just in the stage of a very busy season. Mm-hmm. So just a fair warning, you we've said this before, but some episodes may be delayed or may arrive on different days within the week, but we will always have new episodes. It's just um, making sure it works around schedules. Right. So with that said, Sasha, how are mm-hmm. you? I already know the answer to this, but for our <laughs> listeners, how are you?
1: I'm well. It's just, you know, um, it life in general gets to be a lot sometimes. Um, I could do probably a whole entire episode about balance and figuring out what that means and what that looks like um, on a day-to-day basis. I'm, I'm doing my best.
0: Honestly, that's sometimes all you can do day in and day out is just do your best. I am definitely... Um, this coming back from Ireland was hard just because my schedule had to kind of like, I kept saying it wasn't jet lag. Like I wasn't like overly tired or anything. It was just more getting back into the routine. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm still not a hundred percent back into my routine because every morning I kind of wake up and already start to kind of feel like I'm behind. Mm -hmm. So, but it's getting better every day. It's getting better. I think being able to, um, have like almost a straight month of home Nebraska home football games is helpful. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of being able to get myself settled before, you know, more travel and everything else is involved will be really good. But yeah, it's just been, and I'm also like, I brought up on last week's uh, podcast, I'm teaching a class at the journalism college and the first week I was obviously in Ireland and that was really hard. And so then that second week, which was last week but like it just felt a little kind of like trying to get my bearings about me. Yeah. Um, and it was it was the it was last Thursday that I started to kind of feel like okay, I I'm, I'm kind of, you know, getting the hang of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh and this week has obviously felt even better like I have a good structure of like how like Tuesdays are lectures, Thursdays are class projects, but it's just like I I kind of I'm really, really big on, I'm a Libra. So if anyone's ever wondering how I operate, I'm very much about fairness. And so like, it's just really important to me that like, as I'm teaching this class, like I want to be fair. I want to make sure that like I am providing some sort of opportunity to learn where I'm not expecting them to know things that they wouldn't know yet. And that I think is the hardest part is kind of questioning like what do they know versus what don't they know. Yeah, and making sure that I don't have like unreasonable expectations about what they wouldn't know at this point yet in their collegiate career.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I was, as you were walking through that, I was reading up what my characteristics are as a Gemini, and all I've ever known is chaos. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm clever and I'm extroverted. Yeah, uh, but I also know, like have to have chaos, and like I, it's it's structured chaos. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, Libras are. Um, it is funny because Libras are typically extroverted, which I am. I am not ch- truly a an extrovert, but I would say it's more of like they're friendly, they're outgoing. I'd mm-hmm. say that's that's more where I would say I line. But they're very much about balance, harmony, peace, justice. Like I like fairness. I don't like things to be unfair. I don't like one thing to be. I like equality, if you will. So that's why yeah. like our symbol is the scale. Um, But like, it's funny, because it's just interesting how personalities exist, like, you know, whether you're astrology, like, and you're into astrology or not, like, I've taken all kinds of like, um I've taken, you know, the Gallup strings finders, and I've taken, you know, the other, there's all sorts of them. And they yeah. all kind of are about the same. So it's interesting how your personality definitely is like, very, like,
1: I don't know, oh, yeah. It's very I much think there are definitely traits when you when you fall under a specific sign. I'm not like super into it, but like <laughs> my weakness is sorry to start the podcast off so randomly, but my weakness is. Oh, I've got more random to come. Don't worry. Indecisive, impulsive, and nosy, and those I think would very much describe that about me. But you, I'm a lockbox. I can keep anybody's secrets. <laughs> um.
0: No, it's funny you're saying the ram- randomness of it. I was also going to say, um, obviously here at the Mind Your Own podcast, we share our deepest condolences with the royal family. No, I. the funny thing is, is um, I am sincerely, so the day that we are recording this, and if you listen to it right away when it drops or whenever, the the reality is we now know that Queen Elizabeth II has died. Mm-hmm. Um, I do obviously uh, send my thoughts and love and everything to those that are mourning. Um, for me, I'm like very stunned by this news. Mm-hmm. For It's just um, my, my joke was more or less because brands are having a whole heck of a time right now. They do not know what they should be doing. The amount of um, wanting to be part of the conversation when like you don't, you don't need to be like right. like Miserables, the musical play, um, tweeted about like their condolences and everyone's responses are like, have you ever quite literally watched or read Les Rob to like, cause you tweeting about this is super strange. Yeah. Um, brands are just, I mean, I've already seen dominoes in the United Kingdom tweet and delete their tweet. I've seen, um, uh, wheels up tweet and delete their tweet. Uh, there's just been all kinds of brands as a reminder, just because you can doesn't mean you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been so like interesting to watch. With that said, the historic the historicness of this moment is significant. And I was kind of just like thinking about it where I'm like, your anyone's personal feelings on the monarchy aside, whether you approve, disapprove, don't care, care, doesn't whatever. Pick pick your feelings on this range of where you are on it. Um, this is still historic. She yeah. she was a 70-year leader, the longest reigning. Uh, monarch member of the monarch, um, we will likely never see somebody who reigns in quite that length of time ever again. Mm-hmm. I actually wouldn't be surprised if uh, she is sort of the this this moment is sort of the springboard forward toward there not being a king or queen within a couple more generations. Like mm-hmm. I honestly think like Prince George, who is William's son, could be the last to ever be crowned if we get to that point but it's Mm -hmm. just it's interesting when you look at like history in that context where you're like for us we never knew anything different it would be like if we now i understand the united kingdom has parliament and everything and they have prime ministers but it would just be like if we had a head of state that our entire lives never changed and they're just always there and suddenly they're on your money your national anthem is literally you know god save in this case the queen and now suddenly it has to be god save the king and suddenly your money's gonna have a new face Uh, there's just like a lot of like strange things where um yeah there's like again regardless of your personal feelings of anyone like it's just a historical moment where Mm -hmm. i'm kind of like i was really like taken aback i was like i'm not prepared to have this new state i knew it was coming Mm -hmm. i think most people did because um the family uh, all started their journey to to be by her side. Mm-hmm. And when Prince Harry, who had a uh, engagement elsewhere, didn't make that, enga- didn't make that appearance and is instead going to be by her side, uh, you suddenly knew like,
1: yeah, this is something's pretty something serious here.
0: Um, so anyway, this isn't a podcast about the monarchy, but it could be, uh, but I'm like g- genuinely pretty sad, but also like, yeah. but also just uh, completely like need brands to
1: chill, like brands to stop, uh, like
0: just take it. You don't have to, you don't have to weigh in. It's completely okay. It's right. Completely I, well, okay. I like
1: saw the, the news pop up. I had checked Twitter really quickly, uh, like in between doing stuff today. And I was like, oh, damn, I don't know enough about anything. Um, when it comes to that, to eat, like have an opinion. And, but I was like, damn, well, everybody's coming in with the hot takes <laughs> or, or trying to be funny or trying to just be a part of the conversation. I'm like, I have never seen you ever talk about this subject ever before in my life. What's happening? Look for anyone but who, you can't, in you can't doubt me. I have been a Royal,
0: uh, like not like, not like super in the wheat. Well, I have a lot of, like, very um, complicated feelings about the royal family now more than ever. But, like, I, like, have always been, like, interested in the royal family. Um, yeah. That interest has kind of gone in waves and, like, my feelings about different people within it and everything else. But long story short, I just think, mm-hmm. like, historically, we are living through a moment in history. This is a moment that will live in history books. And I always kind of yeah. find those moments really interesting to kind of almost reflect at this moment of like who you are like this is kind of maybe more of where like I think that this is kind of an interesting thing is like who you are today like where are you today you think of people who talk about like I remember I remember where I was when Princess Diana died for instance I remember Mm -hmm. I was watching cartoons um I would get up on Saturday mornings and I would watch cartoons while my mom was still kind of just like taking it easy in the morning. and I just remember being like seeing the news it broke into our television. So you think of these like points in your life or like what the world looked like at that moment yep. in time and how the world changes as a result of different things and how like in that case, it brought along a lot of conversation around paparazzi. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it's just there, there's these moments in time where history is kind of like interesting was you're living through it and you're like, you know, 20 years from now and you look back, you're like, this is that point in time and what it looked like at that moment. and so anyway um when we talk about history here's another hard turn but it kind of you know hopefully history change um like i said at the top of the episode maybe it was a blessing in disguise that we didn't record on our usual day because since then um nebraska and creighton have played at the CHI Health Center in Omaha in front of a record-breaking regular season crowd of 15,797 individuals. Mm -hmm. That was also at 5 p.m. on a Wednesday evening. So when you think about the fact that people uh, were either unable to get off work or had to leave work early uh, or whatever else to get there for this game, it was uh, broadcast on FS1 until about middle of the fourth set. Which at that point Nebraska had had won the first two sets. It looked like Nebraska was on its way to a sweep until Creighton, like the the room for the room for like the most small thing changing the momentum of any game. Mm-hmm. But also when you think about volleyball specifically, the room for error there was so small because Nebraska was on the cusp of almost sweeping Creighton, and then yeah. also was almost on the cusp of being defeated by Creighton. Right. So this match was wild there's a yeah. lot of really great volleyball. And unfortunately a lot of people who then didn't have FS2 or weren't able to then get a free trial of Fox Sports Go or whatever, yeah. um, suddenly then had to kind of just, well, thankfully Nebraska does a great job with its um, radio broadcast. So you were yeah. able to go join John Baylor and Lauren Cook West. But even then, if you're somebody who had been watching, um, and now you're having to kind of configure your, how you can consume this now. It was right. finished
1: watching the, a really great game.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, I sat there for like two and a half seconds being like, I just don't want to get into it right now on Twitter. I just don't want to get into it on Twitter. Um, and then the, like my, I just couldn't, I couldn't not say anything. And my big issue that I took with it is, um, Let me give this context for anyone listening because there's a lot of like things that are wrapped up in this. So they're already saying Saturday night that Nebraska football fans should just prepare for that game to start on FS2. The reason why is, is the game before that is expected to probably go longer than the three and a half allotted hours for it. So what will happen in that case is that Nebraska will start on FS2 or a secondary channel, until the game before it concludes and then nebraska and georgia southern will move on to the channel um the reason that that is worth noting is because that is not what happened in this case um and i i guess i should say um i think i think this weekend and i'm gonna look it up just to check myself i think this weekend is one of those times where um nebraska georgia southern is like it's like a big 10 network fs1 situation um but i want to double check my own like knowledge of this uh because i actually don't really remember where's the where's the game schedule i can't even get to my own game schedule right now there it is anyway um the reason that i i think it's important to call these things out when they happen so Nebraska volleyball gets bumped from mm-hmm. um, FS One onto FS Two. Where is this game? Is this where FS One? I was going to say I think you can also stream it on BT, uh, like the BTN or something or like that. BTN Plus. There's something yeah. with all of these, so anyway, it doesn't matter. But more than likely, it'll start on FS Two and then move to FS One if the game before does not conclude quickly enough. Um, the reason that wasn't the case with Nebraska volleyball versus Creighton is because. FS Fox more specifically has a contracted deal with the MLB um, with the MLB with MLB Um, anyway. So they had to go to this pregame show. It was likely a part of this contract. I don't blame any person sitting in the control room. I don't blame any of those people. They're doing what is asked of them in a job where they're not a decision maker. If they, I'm not asking somebody who. Isn't particularly looking to like lose their job to not switch. <laughs> right. Game. Yeah. The issue that you run into here, though, is the contracts. Because now, in the case of Fox, in this particular case, this is the Big East. This isn't the Big 10. Um, the Big 10 does have a deal with Fox as well. Um, but in the case of the match between Nebraska and Creighton, this was a Big East Fox deal. This was a part of the Big East. TV deal with Fox. I'm going to keep saying that because it's really, really important. The reason it was at 5 p.m. is because that is the time slot that FS1 gave this game Mm -hmm. through its deal with the Big East. So when they scheduled this game, they basically gave it 5 to 7 p.m. We can all go and yell, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can tweet at FS1, you can tweet at Fox, mm-hmm. you can tweet at everyone. Be, please be respectful, understanding that the person that is reading your tweets is a social media manager who is not a decision maker, but they are right. able to pass this along if enough people um, say something. Right. However, until the Big East, or in the case of the Big Ten, when it's their games, or any any conference, the NCAA, you name it, is in a decision making position to force contracts to be written fairly for their sports, this is going to happen because the Big East probably agreed to this 5 p.m. start time for Nebraska Creighton and said, yep, that sounds good. They said, okay, at 7 p.m. we have to have this Padres pregame show come on. And anyone who watches volleyball knows that's often not going to be enough time. So if you're the Big East, you need to step in and say – Actually, that's not going to work for us right. in this contract. If you want this game, we're going to need more time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because if it goes longer than that two hours, it can't get moved. Or if it if you're going to do that where it's two hours, we need that leeway time. right? Contracted in where whatever is coming up after it has to go to another channel until you can move it on to the channel that we're on.
1: I'm sorry, a pregame show, by the way? I thought it went straight to the game. No, it was a pregame show, which was like the that's most more infuriating.
0: Part yeah. That's- and there are a lot of like there are a lot of really strong feelings about this. And I think yeah. it's just I for me, if you're going to talk about growing women's sports, growing specific things like volleyball, and I understand that Nebraska is a very unique place in its love for volleyball, outside of even just the University of Nebraska, but when you look at Creighton, right, uh, Nebraska at Omaha, uh, Wayne state, Mm -hmm. the high school level. Like when you look at what, um, volleyball means to the state of Nebraska, I understand it's unique, but if you want to create that elsewhere, you have to have it, you have to make it, you have to make it something that other people can be exposed to. Yes. So giving it the time where if somebody was flipping through the channels last night and they get there and they're watching the fourth set and they're like, wow, this is a really good match, allowing them that opportunity to see that, see that match through. Mm -hmm. Because if you would have watched that fifth set, you would have been going volleyball is incredible. Right. So I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm very disappointed. I think in how that was handled because and I don't want to say I think I am really disappointed in how it was handled. And it's one of those things where, like, I'm very cognizant of, like, where the blame should be laid. It's, it's really easy for me to, you know, just go, well, it shouldn't have been moved. But that puts blame on somebody who doesn't actually make that decision. Um, there's not like a person sitting in New York city. That's like, all right, it's this time I'm switching the chain. Like there's contracts and agreements and all of these things that go into every single piece of all of their programming, which I understand. Mm-hmm. So I want to understand how we are not changing the contracts to yep. ensure that these type of things don't happen.
1: Yep. Exactly. Because it uh, doesn't
0: happen for other sports. It
1: doesn't. And what I when I said when we were discussing this a little bit last night was if this was, and you kind of mentioned this at the beginning of this topic, but if this was, let's say, a blowout game or, or, or a slower game or whatever, if it was a men's sport or, you know, men's athletic something, and it was a blowout game, would they switch it to volleyball? And I said – Literally immediate like I was like, no, no, they would not. Contractually, especially if it was like, let's say, college football, they would not do that, period. Mm-hmm. because of the people like I don't even care what people's like, well, oh, college football you know, rules all. well, you know what? I guarantee you, if you looked at ratings, the majority of people are gonna turn off a game like that and go find something else to watch or something more exciting. I would much rather watch an incredible volleyball ma- match like what happened last evening then watch a blowout or slow football game like period And the thing is is I think for me it's like
0: the, the reality of what we experience and what like what you' were saying about this wouldn't happen in other in other games and other sports is true there, it, like I think when we can step back and we talk about systemic um, so many things systemic, uh, racism, systemic misogyny, systemic—like a lot of these things. Where, like, if you ask somebody, like, do you feel like you have a bias? They're going to say no because we don't. We don't often see our own biases. We don't understand them yes. until we really take a hard look at things. Yep. But for me, like, when I look at the case of what happened there is a bias that exists clearly somewhere where this is allowed to happen, where this was a game that got squeezed in. And it was kind of like, honestly, it felt like to a degree, um, just kind of doing a favor of like, oh, sure. We'll put it on FS1. And, you know, if, in my opinion, if that's the case, if it's going to be like this in the future where it's like, yeah, we can give you two hours, but like, if it goes beyond that, like too bad, we're moving this off of it is, um, then don't take it at all. There are plenty of people who would have been happy to broadcast that. I'm sure Nebraska public media would have been thrilled to Mm -hmm. take that game um, and show it across the state. Now you might not then grow it outside of the state, but like at the same time, at least it would have been, it would have been given the time and attention that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand, again, it was the Big East partnership with FS1, but it's like if 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 FS1 or Fox or whatever specifically wasn't interested in really truly broadcasting that game to the degree it deserved, go talk to the Big Ten. Go talk to the right. Big Ten Network. Was Would the Big Ten Network have been more interested in providing it that space and time? Um, I guess it just... Like, like we already said, starting off this topic is we already know in advance that Nebraska football is likely not going to start on FS1 if the game prior on Saturday runs longer. You Mm -hmm. already know two days, three days prior what to do in that case. It's going to start on another channel within the Fox, Fox network family.
1: So why don't
0: we know that for volleyball? Well, I think a lot of people were like, oh, well, they told us, yeah, they told you five minutes before the switch. None of, like, I didn't know that. I had right. no idea walking into that game that if it hits, you know, a certain time frame at, you know, two, two and a half hours, whatever it was into, I think it was two and a half hours. I think it was 7 30 that it switched. But, like, if I did not know walking into that match mm-hmm. that at a certain time point it switches off air, no idea. And I guess my, like, own, like, misunderstanding of the situation is I would have thought whatever was coming after it would have started on another channel.
1: Right. Exactly. Especially like with the status of the game that it was in when the change happened. Like I just don't, under, I think that's, that, that's part of the thing that bugs me the most about this was like, I get like, there's contractual obligations and stuff like that. And maybe it really did say hard out at seven o'clock. Okay, cool. But you can't recognize as a network that this is an incredible moment. Mm-hmm. and this is an incredible game, and you didn't recognize that, and you went to a Major League Baseball pregame show instead? Like, that's astonishing to me a little bit. It's not, but it is.
0: I think I'm actually more surprised right now um, that we haven't seen a statement, actually. Yeah. And that's something that, um, I don't know, it really actually kind of bothers me a little bit because I know that they felt a lot of pressure. I know there are a lot of people tweeting about it. And maybe at the end of the day, they just thought, um, maybe they just thought it doesn't matter. We, we get, we get more viewership from, you know, our MLB partnership or something. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's a hundred million different, like, excuses that you could, but I was really fairly confident where I'm like, oh, I bet we hear from Fox being like, you know, here's our explanation of what happened, which honestly, I kind of would love to have an explanation of what happened. I would yes. kind of love to have them even, I don't need them to apologize. It's not like that. I just kind of would love for them to explain the reason that this moved was because of, cause we're all saying it's likely a contracted situation, right. which is why it happened. But like, I would love for them to say that and just yeah. confirm it to be true because what if it's not? <laughs> and yes, then it's exactly. like,
1: then what's um, the deal?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like, I was more or less a little bit, um, I think, taken aback that I didn't see anything. And they, they got called out pretty hard. Um, I will say, uh, like, Amy Just with the Lincoln Journal-Star, she wrote a column that basically talked about how everyone won yesterday with the exception of Fox. Like, they were the only loser in the entire thing. And I know I saw plenty of tweets. They're They're not – they're cognizant enough. They're not – they're not missing the fact that Nebraska fans and Creighton fans and just volleyball fans in general, were really disheartened by what happened. So I don't know. I just kind of had like thought maybe we would hear something from them at this point. And it's, it's more, in my opinion, disappointing that they haven't because just so everyone knows all of these TV networks have PR departments. Um, in fact, yeah. uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of like ESPN, like they have like ESPN PR or something like that, where they like release their own stuff. And in fact, I just looked it up. Fox Sports has its own PR. Fox Sports PR is their very specific Twitter handle where they're mm-hmm. celebrating all of their different wins across all of their channels about like, I'm looking at it right now that um Monday's NHRA, NHRA U.S. Nationals Telegas delivered 840,000 viewers, Nine you know, plus nine percent better than the previous year. Um, they're talking about, you know, Fox NFL regionalization. They're, you know, they're talking about all of this. And actually, like what's super disappointing now that I'm looking at this, and I'm not gonna get myself all mad and like upset again because I don't need to be, but I'm looking at this Fox Sports PR, which like um you would think you would think at this point, like they would be tweeting about the fact that FS1 hosted a volleyball match in front of a record setting regular season crowd. And the fact yeah. that it's not on their PR page, like, it's just kind of like, it's just amazing to me. Like, it's just a, yeah. I'm kind of looking at this and it's like, all right. So we have a uh, a tweet on men on a racing about, you know, with men's, it's mostly men in that situation, uh, NFL men, Um, An NFC NFC reporter is a woman who was added, which is great, but still it's about a men's sport. Um, It's just like you kind of start to go through like what they're promoting. And I'm going to say there's not a lot of uh, promotion for women. It takes me until September 2nd. So we're six days to get something about the U.S. women's national soccer team. And, like, that's the kind of stuff where now I'm going to sit here and be bothered by this. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to close that. But, no. I'm just going to close out of that for if a hot If it's hot it is telling you a story, it's telling you a story. I, I do agree with you. I think that it's kind of, it's, I wouldn't say bizarre, but it's disheartening that something hasn't come out. At least something. like Just even, like, heck, like, even just celebrating the fact you in front of, like, that
0: many, like, I don't know. And, like, I'm yeah. sitting here and I'm like. I know, like I saw for the record, I saw the big 10 tweet about it. I saw the NCAA, um, at least they're just their volleyball account. I'm guessing it was just their volleyball account. Um, but like there, there's yeah, the big, the NCAA is mostly just like their own staff doing stuff. So like, I, I get that. So it was NCAA volleyball that, that shared it. But still like there were big organizations that were involved in this, the big East, you know, shared something about it. Um, So I'm like, yay, good, good for, you know, all of those entities. But like, I guess if you're going to be Fox and you're going to carry this game, don't you?
1: I would feel like that's like a huge, a huge win for being a network. Like that's a little befuddling to me.
0: Yeah, I'm now looking to see, and I don't appear to be missing f anything, because I was like, I'm trying to see if maybe I happen to just miss something. Yeah. Um, I am just looking to see if, like, maybe they did, and now it just looks like it kind of was... No, I, yeah, this is disappointing because it's just like, this is like the easiest thing to do from a PR perspective of just like celebrate the things that are on. I don't know. Here's, here's kind of like an adjacent piece to this. Um, and this is if you're ever somebody who ever runs a brand account, um, I'm very, I'm very, very, very cognizant of this because it's been pointed out to me before. It's just something to be mindful of and to pay attention to. Um, but when I look at like, so I I'd have to go look it up, and I'm not prepared for this. so please no one like hold me accountable to like this direct information. like it's it's out there. You can google it. Um, but somebody did a thing where they were looking at uh, like sport sport brand like Instagram accounts to see mm-hmm. their um, basically the
1: ratio um, of
0: their ratio of how often they were sharing women versus right. men, people of color versus, um, you know, white passing individuals, Mm -hmm. I I suppose I should say. Um, and I'm very, very aware of that, especially like, um, just being as representative as possible because Mm -hmm. like the thing that I, you know, I think this is the crux of what we get to so often is representation matters and representation means a lot to people, whether it tells them what is possible or what they can do for themselves, or it makes them feel less alone, or suddenly they see themselves in people. Like, you know, I like think about the Nebraska volleyball teams today Mm -hmm. and it's not because they weren't amazing in the nineties. They were heck. I went to Nebraska volleyball camps. It's not like they weren't amazing then too, but there's something about like say a Nicklin Haynes that is so s- sincere and special, and she she just kind of like stands out. Where I'm like, she is going to be so impactful for young girls who are going to watch her and see that like they can be very much who they are. Like I think of like a Becca Alec, and like people make comments of how she's always so fired up, and I love every second of it because she is not afraid to be Becca. She's not afraid to be loud. She's not afraid to be excited. She's not afraid. She is not minimizing herself to fit within an expectation of what women should or should not be. She is just who she is. And I think about that when I look at so many of these women, whether it's in volleyball or soccer or you know softball, but then even beyond that, when we talk about other sports and being fully representative of the individuals that are making up these teams, if we're not actively thinking about that as people who have the power to be thinking about that, as the Mm -hmm. ones who are pushing media out to the world, then we are doing a disservice to the people that are consuming our product because we are not giving them the full scope and the full story. And I think to tie that all back in, that is where an FS1 made a misstep. Right. Because there is something that happened there where whenever they scheduled that game, they did not think about what happens if this game goes longer than two hours. That conversation was not had From an FS1 Fox level. It wasn't had at the Big East level. It wasn't had at the decision-making level. Right. And if it doesn't get called out. And if people aren't talking about it. It's not going to be addressed in the future. And this will happen again. Exactly. Yep. So I just. I'm now mad that I went and looked at.
1: anything. I think it's frustrating too. That like we're constantly repeating ourselves because it keeps happening like and I, I know I know that these these conversations are important and I know that it upset a great many people, especially here locally. Um, I just <laughs> wish we could speed up the process of recognizing this stuff a little bit faster because it, it's like infuriating. It, it goes from being upset, and like bummed out to pointing out miscalculations and just straight up oversights to just being effing pissed. Yeah. Like, why are we still doing this yes, we'll type of this. stuff? And
0: yet here we are. I guess like as we kind of wrap up this week's episode, because I, I need to not allow myself to get too mad because I have to go teach a class, um, although maybe it's good for them to see me fired up at the same time. Um, No, I was going to say really quick, if you're somebody who's listening, you're like, what can I do? Um, I did tweet this as well. There is no harm in tweeting at Fox or FS1 Mm -hmm. or sending emails or whatever. Just please be mindful and respectful. I, as a, just a reminder once again, that whoever's on the other end of those emails or on the other end of that, you know, tweet is not a decision maker. They are the messenger. So your message is more likely to be relayed on if you give them something significant, like sincere and significant to pass on. So like whenever anyone reaches out to Hill varsity and says, Hey, um, got something or got an idea or whatever the case is, if they're coming at me from a place of like constructive feedback criticism whatever and they're not being disrespectful mm-hmm. i am much more w- willing to listen and be able to pass that along if i am getting attacked in that moment it becomes more of a like okay hold up a second unless right. like there was a deserved reason for it i guess i should say um like if if i did something like just completely like awful like absolutely but um i just think like being very clear in what you're asking and what your expectations are and not being mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: will help because the more pressure that they feel and the more they can share those on and be like, we're getting more emails, we're getting more tweets, we're getting more messages like that will help in the long run. So yes. if you're asking, what can I do? It does work to send emails, to send mm-hmm. messages. Just don't be a, jerk in the process.
1: Right. You can get your point across without like screaming or using obscenities. Um, and like you just said, like, it's more, well, it's, it's, it has more of an opportunity to be received and taken seriously. If you also take seriously the message that you are trying to get across. Yes. Oh,
0: well, Um, it is. It is a time. But you know, the hope is that with every time these things happen, um, we learn and we address them, and we are better for them than we were before. So, I hope this is a learning lesson, not just for not just for Fox sports and FS one. I hope it's a learning lesson for any television network. And I, I do hope because somebody tried to pull this out as like a, an example of like trying to prove some kind of point. It wasn't the point that they, they was they didn't make the point they were trying to, but they basically said, well, how many volleyball matches are they even streaming anyway? And to that, I say um, not enough. So thank yep. you for pointing it out. This is a sport that people should be excited about. And Um, Just so you all know, the men's game is is equally as exciting. It's an entirely different game. They play it very differently. It's very, it's the style of play on the men's side. It's very, very different. But like we, when we talk about growing this game, I don't, I'm not just interested in growing the women's side of it. I'm interested in growing the men's side Sports of it too. A whole. Mm-hmm. Let's put them all on TV. So if you're going to bring that up to me as a point of like, well, how many are they even showing as like, a, you should just be grateful that this one barely got itself on television. Mm-hmm. My answer to that is you just pointed out a fundamental problem. So let's address it. And uh, so I appreciated that person basically not, not truly doing what they thought they were doing.
1: Right, yes. <laughs> but hey. it happens more often than not. <laughs>
0: it happens more often than not. Well, we will be back next week, I assume on our regular scheduled day, but if for some reason we are not, don't fret, we'll be around. You can always follow us at Aaron Sorensen at Sasha Seventy Two. We will let you know if for some reason, um, it's gonna be a day late or something. So just be sure yeah. to follow us and we'll let you know. And you can also email us at mindyourownpodcast at at hillvarcy.com, which we do have access to. So we will hop into that mailbox and uh, go over all of the fun stuff here soon. So stay tuned. And also thank you as always for listening. We will be back next week with even more. We'll We'll talk to you later.
1: Bye. I'm Huda Media Production.